we'll uh, start with uh, the nadabindu upanishad today ah we'll read the first words symbol of om uh, and we'll also read the anvaya translation commentary it's a very uh-huh. short chapter before we begin uh, we will uh, just chant om using the three syllables a u and ma for three times so you have to take a deep long slow deep breath in the full breath in and then slowly exhale as you chant these three syllables all the three syllables approximately of equal length and uh, once you finish there is a pause there is a silence during that time we will be slowly inhaling the next breath uh, deep breath in take your time no hurry to you know uh, immediately chant the next term very gently slowly take deep breath and then again chant the, the next term like that three times we will do together okay okay sure yeah can take a deep breath in now to remain with your eyes closed and you can mentally chant om four more times in your own pace you can stop your effort to chant mentally just simply listen aware of your natural breathing the bodily sensations and the sounds just mentally scan your entire 
सेवन चक्रा सिस्टम फ्रॉम द बेस ऑफ द स्पाइन टिल द क्राउन द मूलाधारा टू द स्वादिष्टाना टू द मणिपूरका अनाहत विशुद्धि आज्ञा एंड सहस्र जस्ट फोर टू सिक्स इंचस अबव द हेड visualize a brilliant bright star mentally invoke the blessings of your ishta devata your favorite deity of all the divine masters mentally seeking the blessings to open up all the possibilities of higher learning you can mentally repeat this affirmation after me keeping your attention focused above the crown 4 to 6 inches above the head i am the soul i am the light divine i am love i am will i am perfect design we will repeat this affirmation two more times keeping the attention focused on the brilliant bright star 4 to 6 inches above the head i am the soul i am the light divine i am love i am will i am perfect design repeating one more time i am the soul i am the light divine i am love i am will i am perfect design when you are ready you can use the shanmukhi mudra and listen to the anahata nada we don't have to do the bhramari just simply listen with your ears plugged you can gently release the mudra continue to remain with your eyes closed and silent 
slowly and gently open your eyes so the verse verse 1 says symbol of om om akaro dakshina paksha you can repeat if you like do you want to do like that i can chant and you can repeat after me you can unmute and uh, Look at the nodes and follow. Where are we studying again? This. Uh, verse 1, symbol of Om. Mm. It's on page 14 in this book. That is after the... before even before going before that there is an invocation opening invocation we'll read that also of the Nada Bindu Upanishad Vairajat Mopasanaya Vairajat Mopasanaya I don't think that Sa needs a dirkam there. Sanjata jnana vannina. Sanjata jnana vannina. Jnana vannina. Dakthwa karmatrayam yogi. Dattva karmatrayam yogi Yatpadam yati tadbhaje Yatpadam yati tadbhaje Om vangme manasiti shantihi Om vangme manasiti shantihi I think that Ang is also written wrong. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dattva means having burned karmatrayam, three karmas. Vanhina, through the fire of knowledge, jnana. Samjata, bone. Upasanaya, through devotion to atma, self. Upa asana. Upasana is like Upa asana. Sitting next to it. Yeah. So that word uh, Upanishad is again uh, you know, sitting next to the Guru. Vairajat derived from Viraj, Brahma, Yogi, Yogin, adept in Yoga. Yati goes to Yat Padam. That seed, that bhaje, where he worships, Om, the cosmic primal sound, Iti, let there be Shanti, peace, Manasi, in mind, Vangme, in speech. So that is the invocation. And it is translated as having burned the three karmas through the fire of knowledge, born through devotion to the self, derived from Viraj, the yogin goes to that seed where he worships, Om, let there be peace in speech and mind. 
and uh, quickly go through the commentary the three karmas referred to at the beginning of the text relate with our mental conditioning and nature which are formed by the impressions stored in the memory from our actions these include our current actions as well as the past actions that accrue over many lifetimes the impressions of all our actions past and present are stored in the subconscious field or chitta and are known as sanchita karmas they form our individual associations and memories which are a unique and indelible blueprint of our person the current actions which we are in the process of performing from moment to moment are called kriyamana or agami karmas these karmas are likened to the arrow which has been placed in the bow aimed and drawn back but is not yet released so there is still some element of self determination free will or choice one may yet decide whether or not to release the arrow or to perform the action the accumulated actions which have ripened and are ready to be expressed are called prarabdha or destined karmas they are unchangeable and must simply be endured or endured when their time comes so it starts by explaining about the different types of karmas the three karmas uh, sanchita karma agami karma and then prarabdha karma so those three karmas it's clear right very simple directly shall we move on to the next paragraph mm-hmm. you don't have any questions from that right yeah it's explanatory yeah. yeah karma is the basis of human bondage every action we perform is stored in the consciousness in the form of an impression or samskara hence the word samskara and karma are often used interchangeably no action or karma is ever lost disappears or goes away all the karmas are there in their store even though we may forget about them or think they are gone the ultimate goal of all yogas and all sadhanas is to attain liberation from the bondage of karma therefore the yogin who has burned through these three karmas by the fire of brahma jnana knowledge of the transcendental consciousness born through devotion to the self goes to the seat of worship in this sense worship is not a state of prayer or praise but a deep and abiding affinity with the divine source of all existence keeping this aim in mind the rishi or revealer of the upanishad says om let there be peace in speech and mind for this is the condition necessary to confer this teaching on nadabindu from master to student so the mind has to be peaceful speech has to be peaceful and mind has to be peaceful to experience the uh, inner sound then to understand or you know even the teaching to be conferred on the disciple that is the required you know the field has to be plowed and be ready for the seed to be sown that is what here is meant by so that is where all this even uh, just listening to the anahatanada or practicing brahmari or even sukha pranayama these are all techniques that can bring in that uh, state of 
you know peace and calm um the habit of the mind is to always be restless it doesn't stay in one place but by practice regular practice gradually you know the mind will get used to and at the will you can just simply be still and in the meditation when you sit for meditation body and mind are totally you know very interconnected right um, if the body is stiff the mind if the mind is stiff the body is stiff if the body, uh, mind is flexible the body is flexible they they are all connected so same way when you sit to meditate when the body is still the mind also becomes still you can imagine uh, water in a bottle if the bottle is shaking then the water inside also is shaking if you keep the bottle still for some time the water also will settle down okay uh, and uh, it was telling about uh, you know about prayer a state of prayer or praise uh, it is not you know asking for something but uh, worship is not a state of prayer or praise but a deep abiding affinity with the divine source of all existence when i read this i suddenly remembered about uh, uh, one of my one of the letters my guru sent me we he we used to correspond through letters inland letter card postcard and all he used to write letters to me i used to write to him those days no phone calls or anything and uh, you know uh, he is a person who writes uh, for uh, 18 hours a day so all his books on the brahmadarni gopinath chandogya upanishad bhagavad gita everything he has his own commentaries and uh, he will be just closing his eyes and he will be dictating the students disciples will be writing it down recording all those things those days and then he used to reply to 200 letters at least every day wow. he had a lot of connections you know all all related to him like a you know grandfather or a guru or a, Uh, or a lover or you know you, you never know he had connection with so many people all over the world you, I, i had been surprised many times you go somewhere out of the blue somebody will be coming oh guru nathi chaitanya thi okay uh, i know him you know i had some experience uh, like that always uh, he has come to at many points in my life i have seen his presence come some way or the other yeah in one of his letters uh, i was talking something about prayer or something uh, praying to god or something like that and then he replied you don't have to pray to the sun to ask asking to give him you know uh, light and heat that is his nature whether you ask or not that is there that is his nature he is not giving or anything he is just that it's up to us to receive it or not right oh that's a nice one yeah mm-hmm. yeah so same way praying to god also is uh, you know the, the god god when you say in a wider perspective the existence itself the life itself right uh, because god is everywhere uh, we say his it's universal which means you know uh, it's the whole life process itself there is there is there is 
we have created one single term for you know <laughs> this entire this brahmandam uh, that's all so there is nothing to ask for it, it just knows and it it has its own dharma that is its own dharma the life has mm. its own dharma we just need to be aware of it and uh, understand how it is happening that is all a realization about if you don't understand if you think it the other way if you sep- if you are separated from the god and think okay i want this uh, you know then uh, that's the time when ignorance creep in and uh, misery comes all those things when that, that oneness is attained there is nothing to ask for you are content and peaceful yeah so on that context maybe slightly uh, off context but there is um, the whole system of astrology um they're trying to fix things with remedies and all of that so sometimes i feel you know what is there to ask he is all knowing and and then there's also all these karmas that we talk about it's what it is so what and then there's also such a the astrology is put on such a big pedestal in in our indian system so what is the significance of that in the bigger as you know scene of uh, spirituality okay this uh, same guru has uh... told me once you know it because god is there god takes care of everything it doesn't mean you don't have to do anything you know god has given you the intelligence and the energy for action everything it is uh, invested in you and we have to make use of it and uh, you know strive for uh, whatever is the life longing for uh we we learn through trials and errors we don't know right it's all uncertain then what is in friend you never know you just trod the path and uh, keep going in the dark so sometimes some small light comes you like a, like a, like a lightning and then you could slightly make out you still keep going that's how the journey is happening Uh, until that jnana uh, comes there is no other way so all this knowledge whether it be astrology or uh, you know nada yoga or pranic healing it's all based on one's inclination we tend to learn and uh, understand it's all part of the whole whatever we are uh, learning trying to understand whatever we are practicing everything is part of the whole it is not separate from that mm. so i feel like there are some people who would believe in astrology some will do pranic healing for example or any of these one thing and some will do nothing some will have no knowledge of this in, or they will not have the systems in place in their communities in their societies but everybody is living a life right there is a point zero of birth and point zero of death <clears throat> and in between everybody is living only in india we have all these you know great knowledges in place i'm sure there are other communities which do too we just don't know 
but then there are other people who have no knowledge even even then if there is knowledge there is no inclination inclination or determination there are so many factors which come in place so so if people who do not have resources or knowledge systems in place is that the product as well so or just because we know uh, whether we do something about it or not so whatever is happening for each category of people it's what it is nothing could have been differently right now right right yeah all those knowledge that is available that had been you know gifted to the humanity uh, it is not mandatory to know the truth the reality it's good to know them if you are you know uh, interested if you are inclined towards that otherwise without any of these things you can still be enlightened mm. uh, so since you specifically mentioned about astrology astrology is like uh, a science you know it's it's someone seeing from a different height mm. i'm sitting here and i'm looking at the road outside uh, i see a bullock cart coming from a far away distance and then i am able to guess okay uh, that one bullock cart will come here reach here in another 30 minutes okay i'm predicting about a future possibility but i'm sitting under a tree and watching this uh, but that that path that road is not fully in my vision i just happened to see one one part of it somebody is sitting on the top of the tree and he is able to see the full path and he noticed that uh, you know the bullock cart stopped somewhere uh, for some time they are not they are not proceeding or they went back then the person sitting on the top he is able to say no bullock cart won't come in 30 minutes uh, he is able to predict but i am not able to see that so due to certain planetary positions and all you know somebody is able to make a prediction it's all a possibility it's possible that it might not come again that can come back so the, the future is not in our uh, hands what is going to happen but you can say tell a prob- probability that's all it is possible like that we can say so i we, also hmm. one of one of my my brother in law's mother hmm. uh, she used to say that uh, astrology the the way uh, in india where astrologically things are matched is um, they have the the two partners um, and then if if the if one's time is good the other person's time is not good and you know they'll choose those where there is a support for the person uh, either way uh, in while matching it's not like Uh, astrology is perfectly matched so oh, this is perfect excellent no everybody has troubles but one of the partner is uh, in a, a um, ha- higher state at that time the other one is lower so the higher state person can bring the lower state person up and in, it can be vice versa so the the partners are chosen that is matching astro- astrologically whether they are you know that's one of the things she said another thing she said also is knowing this astrology astrology 
uh, gives you some kind of a handle to foresee if something is uh, that if if something is changeable for you like if you can if you know that something like if a car is coming on the road and if you know the car is coming then you will take a, a side side step um, but if you don't see it then you get into a crash an accident so she says that is that way also astrology can be the knowledge of astrology can be used um, it need not be like whatever the astrology is uh, is is completely written uh, she, she used to say like that it is a possible like you're saying it's a possibility and a probability but you can use this knowledge to you know that's why they also do uh, if there is astrologically some problems in somebody's uh, life then they do yagnyas pujas or something there are some specific things that can be done to elevate them from that state anyway so how does that help again coming to the the karmas so if something somebody is prarabdha is you know it's already been laid out so now you do all the yagnas or you wear stones or you know anything a lot of time they'll say you have pitru dosh which is a very popular thing by astrologers so there is um, a law called uh, law of gravity it is something if you throw something up it has to come down back to the earth but if you cross that border then it is no more in the no more come, comes under the law of gravitation but the law of levitation it, it will just if you go to moon it's a different gravity right if you cross the border of the earth's gravitational pull then uh, you, you you won't fall down you just float mm-hmm. so same way um, there is a certain state of mind and you know understanding level where you are bound by the astrological knowledge but there is a knowledge that can uh, release okay. you out of uh, relieve you out of uh, that 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 law yeah when you, especially when you come to spirituality it doesn't really apply to you we don't have to give so much of importance it's just for fun you can you know look at it and enjoy have fun otherwise you know uh, our life should not be you know based or dependent on uh, such things even the one person's astrological chart how is it made based on the time when or he or she is born even that may not be accurate exact mm-hmm. it not depends what on the time birth anyway like i can never understand so when do you determine that somebody is born exactly exactly yeah mm. well that's a side discussion sorry i just i don't right. know what that thought <laughs> yeah, we'll move on to the words one also om akaro dakshina paksha ukarastuttarasmritaha makaram prichhamityahu dharmatra tumastakam rathamatra 
மகாரம் புச்சமித்தியாகுரர்த்தமாத்ராதுமஸ்தகம் யூ கேன் ரிப்பீட் ஒன் டைம் ஓம் அகாரோ தக்ஷிண பக்ஷ மாத்தமாத்தமஸ்தகம் அகாரம் சவுண்ட் ஆ ஸ்மிருத்தீஸ் டிக்ளேர்ட் தக்ஷிண பக்ஷ ரைட் விங் அகாரம் இஸ் த ரைட் விங் ஓம் சவுண்ட் ஆஃப் பிரம்மா உகாரா சவுண்ட் உ உத்தர லெஃப்ட் மகாரம் சவுண்ட் மா புச்சம் பேக் த டெயில் போர்ஷன் அர்த்தமாத்ரா ஹாஃப் சில்லபிள் ஆஹூஹு இஸ் செட் மஸ்தகம் ஹெட் ஆ உ ம் அண்ட் த பாஸ் மென்ஷனிங் அபவுட் தட் கம்பேர் டு ஃபோர் டிஃப்ரெண்ட் யூனோ டைரக்ஷன்ஸ் யூனோ சைட்ஸ் ஆஃப் ஓம் ஆ உ ம் அண்ட் அர்த்தமாத்ர த பிந்து அபவ் த ஓம் ஒன்ஸ் யூ ரைட் ஓம் தெர் இஸ் எ பிந்து ஆன் த டாப் ஆஃப் இட் ரைட் so that is the arthamatra that is the head bastakam the sound is declared the right wing of om u is the left m the tail and the half syllable is said to be the head the teachings given here in nada bindu begin with a description of the symbol for the sound om this is the primal nada or subtlest sound vibration which assures the pure consciousness that is unmanifest into the manifest dimension of creation meditation on this symbol represents the merging of nada and bindu the primal point from which all form evolves at the source or the beginning of evolution nada bindu is the exact point of transition when creation begins to unfold from its source the pure consciousness and then again when the manifest creation dissolves back into the unmanifest source therefore in relation to nada bindu there are two ways to meditate upon om the first way is through the path of nada hearing the sound or repeating the sound the second way the path of bindu whereby the practitioner focuses on the form or symbol in this verse the second way is given precedence the symbol or form of om is described here in relation to its three letters a u and m which form the symbol in the sanskrit or devanagari script so the first verse starts with describing about the om syllable we'll take it gradually you know chapter by verse by verse chapter by chapter or something like that uh, every time but uh, this is just again you know a side learning to understand our uh, practice is the actual learning mm-hmm. so 
for the next week also we will continue with uh, you can stop brahmari you need not if you feel like you can do the brahmari if you want to calm down the mind even brahmari or any loma viloma pranayama or just uh, observing the natural breath will help but you can directly start to practice the uh, inner sound uh, listening to the anahatanadam using the shanmukhi mudra so like i said initially if the posture helps you know to support the elbows so that it doesn't hurt to sit for longer duration maybe like to start with 15 20 minutes if you can sit it will be great it will bring good progress it's mm-hmm. not a long path or anything you know you can quickly thread through this if you are able to practice on a regular basis mm-hmm. ah that's good so on this the first verse that you said the 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 directions does it have anything i quite didn't understand in the devanagari script how does this dakshin and uttar words you know except the chandrabindu will be uttar but you know in the puja the uh, in a space they'll say you know face it like this when you do the nyasas then it just happens that way right and mm-hmm. all directions fall mm-hmm. so does that have any connection with it it can it can and also uh, even the sound uh, om it is more than it is uttered it is heard right you just listen to it just uh, it is swayambhu it, it just happens on its own once you start listening and uh, maybe the ah you listen you hear you know the position is on the left side who is here and the bindu is on the top the makaram is on the uh, back side so it is surrounding your head how it is head and it's all together it make it the om sound so we don't have to imagine anything uh, that is all more experiential than uh, you know uh, trying to imagine okay I'll, i'll try to listen to the ah uh, here or nothing like that too much already too much intellect <laughs> right right so right not into that <laughs> but the sounds i feel are becoming just so loud you know anytime i'd stop talking is just so so much loud sounds happening in mm-hmm. if it's inside the head or ear or wherever it is Yeah, you can meditate upon that be equanimous and uh, meditate upon that nothing wrong nothing to be scared mm. uh, so that uh, to balance that that's why we need other practices like uh, anuloma vilama or brahmari or things like that or mm. even anapanasati yeah so if you can observe the sensations breath and the sound anathana the inner sound three things if the mind is we are asking the mind to focus it will soon come to layam so the three things will be focused one different meditation one at a time we cannot focus on three things at the same time right right <laughs> <laughs> i can actually for one second there's one second right right this is because of the rapidity of the mind it needs something to switch to right so we are giving three options okay <laughs> it's like how we ask the kids uh you want this or that both both are you know whichever they choose they, they are in trouble <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> all right thank I'll you see you bye thank you so much yeah take care okay too have a good day thank everybody you.